Hello, uh, welcome to another episode <laughs> of Four Seasons and a Funeral. Uh, you can hear Charlie laughing at a terrible joke he made before we started recording. No, I'm laughing at the hello. <laughs> <laughs> the um, suave David comment. <laughs> this is part three of our, uh, um, uh, oh god what's the show called fringe <laughs> yep, yeah, you nailed it <laughs> reconnecting the ghost network um i am once again joined by charlie and nick who Hi, are charlie. performing as uh francis demopolis and eugene billingsley durr <laughs> some good the names. best names uh, by the way, I'm Nick. Uh, I'm not like I'm not like Charlie. I'm not an asshole. I wait until David finishes speaking before introducing myself. Oh, I thought he was finished speaking. Charlie, re- reintroduce yourself because that's definitely gonna get cut, uh. <laughs> or you're gonna get muted. Hi, I'm Charlie. <laughs> just just <laughs> steal hi, I'm Charlie's from different episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I want a different hi, a different I'm, and a different Charlie. So God, you can do that yourself, work. dude. Oh. No. Hey, do you want to edit this episode? <laughs> no. I, I think with all the work that David's been doing, Charlie, it feels feels like a... Oh, but I don't want to edit. <laughs> Editing's hard. It's not that difficult. I'm so tiny. It's just time-consuming. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about this potentially last time. I cannot remember. But I did find my notes on David's season two uh, called Shots. Ooh. Ooh, nice. If we would like to go through these very quickly. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So right off the bat, you called that there is a Walternate. Um, I just had, or you suspected, I believe, that there is a Walternate. Um, you yeah. said both Charlie and Olivia exist in the alternate universe. Same with Peter. Walter and William Bell. Um, we haven't seen a alternate William Bell. Well, no, yeah. they explained that he died, right, or something. I don't remember. I don't know, but like, cool. Yeah, I think they explained in the finale that oh, my alternate version, blah blah blah, died or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, ZFT exists in the alternate universe. You were correct, though. I don't think in the same way as you thought. No. Um, Walters, the Walters knew about each other. Did they share research? Not intentionally. But the research was shared. Uh, I'm going to say that that isn't shared. Um, <laughs> I, I'd like to say that Walternet was, was cool and Walter was just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to steal all of his research right now. Um, <laughs> Walternet is a victim of, of academic integrity. Yeah, so there's some uh, academic Walter, misconduct. Walter yeah. did literally make a window into the other Walter's lab and just copy everything he did. Hey, but according to academic misconduct rules, Walternet should have prevented that from happening, and he is just as guilty as Walter. Yes. Where are you pulling that from? The university. Uh, the, our university's <laughs> academic misconduct rules say you are just as guilty if you leave like your computer open and someone copies your work. Like you have to take steps to prevent your work from being copied. Which I'm like, eh, that seems weird. Boy, I'd like to, I'd like to pull some, <laughs> there's some words. You hear that, Nick? It's all your fault. Uh, not legitimately not though. <laughs> uh, Olivia's dead in the alternate word world. You're wrong. Yeah, I was wrong about wrong. that. Uh, Broyles and Nina are fucking 100% correct. My greatest called shot. <laughs> um, Rachel and Ella are in season two, I yes. guess. Yes, oh. yes. <laughs> kind of. They were Ella's, in season two. R- Rachel's, Rachel is quote unquote in season two. <laughs> she was there. <laughs> yeah, um, she, she was there in a throw, like in a... <laughs> An offshoot episode and one other main important <laughs> episode. Uh, Peter and Olivia ship sets sail. My, you, you're very good. Um, and then follows it right up with two huge whiffs. Um, oh, no. <laughs> uh, more on Peter's backstory involving Bid, Big Eddie and his criminal past. Damn it. <laughs> and then more for Charlie. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. To be fair, 
there was more for Charlie. Charlie got a whole different storyline in season two. Charlie than he got had in season three one. episodes. <laughs> you, if I recall, because that's just my note, I think you were like, Charlie's going to get a more involved role on Fringe Team. He's a super fun character. They're going to give him like more to do in the show. And Nick and I, I'm pretty sure Nick and I were like both vibrating in our seats, like, oh my God, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> Well, because there were some where it's like, oh shit, David just like straight up called that. Like both yeah. of us were like, oh damn, that's well done. And then you then you made that call. We're both like, oh, oh. does alternate universe Charlie count? No, we get to no. See him. You you didn't say alternate Charlie is going to become a player. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Also, oh, was... find it I find it offensive. You didn't mention Astrid once in that entire thing. No, Astrid was pretty. Be, Astrid was did more of what she did in season one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, those were your season two calls. They were most of them were really good. Yes, and the ones that even like massively whiffed were still really good. They were just really good in a different way. <laughs> yeah, like you identified loose threads that a better show would have picked up or have not created at all regarding Big Eddie. Which is why we have this entire one shot. Where we can bring in all those season one things that definitely come back totally. I just, I don't understand why Big Eddie hasn't made an appearance at all. Like, Christ, guys. Did we really need, like, baby monster episode in season two? Listen, David, think about it like this. Um, if... Uh, the, the fringe team was doing a similar thing to what you try and do when you're running D&D with us, where it's like, oh yeah, look at all these plot hooks, and then we just like ignore a bunch of them. And then you have to either like force feed it to us, or just they don't exist anymore. Uh, uh. And Big Eddie just wasn't one that was important enough to get force fed to us. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, speaking of, let's get back into the one shot. Psychokinesis, teleportation, nanotechnology, cognition, artificial technology, matter, artificial, suspended animation, matter, space, Four Seasons and a Funeral presents a fringe-themed one-shot, played by Charlie and Nick, game mastered by David. So, um, last time our heroes, uh, Dimmy and Durr were assigned to the uh, cleanup division of Fringe, where they were uh, put in charge of sort of answering calls and reading through case files to follow up on previous Fringe cases. There, they met the third member that on their uh, little shit team. Uh, oh, God, what? Theus. Um, yes. I don't believe he had a last name. Theus, the man who shot someone in the head when he wasn't supposed to. Oops. <laughs> Um, and, uh, the three of them were quickly introduced to their supervisor, um, Casey, um, but, uh, she kind of did not give a shit about them and went to go watch Friends, at which point the team got a phone call about a possible Fringe event. A Roy McComb had been arrested for placing five incredible bets in a row at the local race course. And the um, fringe operatives, or former fringe operatives, took it upon themselves to investigate what was going on in order to maybe get back in the good books and get out of this sort of desk job situation. Uh, they headed to the um, police station where Roy McComb was being held, um, had a brief interview with him where he went into a trance uh, connected to the ghost network and told them that the race course jockeys were in danger. Uh, rushing off to the race course, they then discovered the jockeys that were presumably fixing the races uh, dying from either the skin growing uh, virus or the skin melting virus. But like, who knows which one? What if you get <laughs> it was both? What if you it get? Was... What if you get both? Do like all your orifices seal up and then melt and then seal back up? So, Charlie, you know the silent from Doctor Who? Oh. Yes. Oh. That. <laughs> so I forget about them once I look away. Good. Which is also just uh, just what they look like. Um. 
the uh gang then called or they brought the proper police the the uh, police with them that quickly started wrapping up the scene while also instructing everyone to stay the fuck away from diseased people <laughs> um they then learned from Roy's connection to the ghost network that Roy was the next target and he needed them to be protected and Roy led them to a sorry not Roy um Dimmy called one of his cousins yeah. and learned that uh Jazz Jazz Kingston was yes Jazz Kingston um <laughs> their current uh main um suspect for who's doing all of this is uh or is seen quite frequently at a bar slash club in the bad part of Boston. So the gang went there and then descended into a secret lair hidden in one of the stalls of the uh men's bathroom um and found a warehouse full of sort of downgraded fringe technology from previous fringe cases. And that is where Nick cut off yesterday or last time <laughs> and where the episode ended. So, uh, hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe this time my mic won't cut off again. Hopefully not. So let's pick right back up. Um, if you look on the jam board, I've made little sticky notes of all of the sort of fringe items that you guys have available. Um, so you can just take a look there. Um, Essentially, the way they're going to work is they're going to work sort of as um, invokes that you can use to gain bonuses. And also, you can just say you're going to use an item to do something as well. Cool. Um, by the way, what was the intangible curtain again? Uh, do you remember uh, the um, safe walk episode? Through walls? Where they walk oh, through okay. walls? Okay, walk through walls. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I was just making sure about where we were going with intangible here. Yep. Uh, I really want the the mind stun flashlight. That seems very good. <laughs> Does seem useful. Most of these <laughs> seem useful though. Um, Some of them are far more lethal <laughs> than others. Yeah. Like you mean explosive blood? <laughs> I um, mean, explosive blood is just like a grenade. To be fair, amber amber jello deployer. Uh, and the heart, heart parasite needles. <laughs> Like, the heart parasite needle is just lethal. Like, yeah, same, well, so, same with the flesh-rotting darts, I'm assuming. Well, flesh-rotting darts is more lethal because I don't need to be right next to someone to do that. Listen, a, a needle is basically a dart um, if you're good enough. <laughs> I No? What? How are you depressing the plunger on the needle from a distance? So it's important to note that if you throw a needle hard enough, they're going to be confused and try and like grab at it and depress the plunger by accident. I'm just going to say that that was in character as Dimmy is Durr. <laughs> We're just arguing over this shit. Okay, so um, at this point, uh, Roy will kind of look and be like, okay, uh, I think we should arm ourselves because, and then he, his eyes sort of roll back and he goes, they're in the warehouse quickly and then he'll snap back um i think they're coming <laughs> you uh, don't say uh okay so i'm gonna grab the mind stone flashlight and an amber jello deployer okay oh, so the mind stone flashlight is like the size of a regular like um security flashlight so like that size and then the amber jello deployer are not quite as big as what was in the episode these ones are more, I would say, um, tennis ball size. Okay. Um, how how many of these can I pick up? <laughs> uh, which ones? Um, well, I feel like grabbing the uh, tech overload uh, blood is going to be kind of useful. Um, the illusion gas grenades, and I kind of want the talk to dead people device because, like, I'm gonna so, I'm gonna try and whisper this, but like, I think Roy's gonna die. So the talk to dead people device is one of those is a massive like um, it's like it's the size of like a uh what what what's what's those um body scanning machines MRI MRI, MRI. Mm, yes that, that feels like. like the size that, of that. that feels that feels like maybe I'm gonna have to drag Roy back here later. 
Rory will look at you eyeing the device and go, why are you looking at that? No, no, no reason, no reason. And I'm just going to turn to Timmy and be like, that's a good idea for when he dies. (laughs) All right, any chance I can grab those skin growing bandages as well? All right, I'm going to say, Dur, you have room for one more item then. Uh, let's. Do you want those flesh rotting darts? I really do. <laughs> I'm gonna take those flesh rotting darts. You're going super aggro. All right. What are you talking about? Mindstone flashlight is like the least aggro thing you can take. Does no one want the um? So you don't want the intangible curtain, the heart parasite needles, the explosive blood in capsules, the vampire steroids. Oddly so, enough, no. I, I think our hope is that we're going to be able to, like, we, we can't really blow things up right now, but I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, both of you. Oh, I got to reopen up my uh, cheat sheet because I don't know what the skills are called. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have your character sheets open, by the way? I uh, do yes, have my character do. sheet open. Okay. Bear with me for a moment. Okay. Um, this doesn't have the skills on it. <laughs> I should open up one of our character sheets. Yeah. Do you that. want me to start listing skills no, and then you can just Please, say no. stop when? Academics. Uh, athletics. Okay, no, I've got this already. <laughs> <laughs> you, both of you roll me a notice, you fuckers. Uh, okay, so I'm fair in notice. Roll. Or Huh. I was supposed uh, to. The uh, hmm. the dice bot is offline here, David. Oh. Oh, shit. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> I didn't either. Why is the dice bot offline? <laughs> hey, dice bot. The fuck? Uh... <laughs> Alrighty. Time for me to go to my phone. <laughs> why is... Why is... Why is... Why is the dice bot down? <laughs> Viewers, please hold while we figure out what the fuck is going on. Why is everything broken? Isn't it great? I don't understand. I also love how Gregory doesn't have access to this channel in particular. Particular. Well, yeah, he doesn't need to be in this channel. Crit dice? Can I? I can't even do the fate dice and crit dice. Gross. No. Okay. Oh, wait, yes, I can. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I have to upgrade for that. No, thank you. In that case, uh, I guess we're going to launch our virtual tabletop thing <laughs> for the dice rolls. <laughs> yeah, uh, looking at their Discord, the issue appears to have started around, oh boy, 640. And uh, <laughs> long, long time issue. Uh, not going to be back up for a while. Okay, so uh, our new dice spot is roll 20. <laughs> if you would like to go to roll 20, please. And launch up that roll 20 real quick. All right, just... David, my fate accelerated one shots. Yeah. Launch game. I mean, you could use our regular D&D game to roll fate dice in. I let's feel not... like we'd have way too many questions being asked. Yeah, Why? let's not clog up the, the chat log on that one. Uh, two, one. Yay. Team zombie. Goal. Why? Why, Nick? Why? <laughs> I have a fair in... What were we rolling again? Notice? Notice. Uh... So that's a plus two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I rolled a four on that. Mm. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> Notice, eh? That's a zero for me. So I rolled a, a, a solid mediocre, I believe. So zero is mediocre. What'd you get, uh, Charlie? Uh, I got a two plus a fair, so two, so four. Four, so that's a great. Okay, so um, Dimmy, 
uh, you're too busy sort of being excited about all these new toys, so you don't notice. As um, yeah, I'm, I'm fitting. I'm fitting Roy to the uh, to the death machine right now, just making sure I'm fit. <laughs> oh, okay. In that case, there's no reason you should have noticed this then. As, okay, Durr, you see a sniper like uh, laser target appear on Roy. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I see that? Yeah. I guess I grab and yank him out of the way. So, roll me a, uh, athletics here with a negative two because Timmy is hooking him up to the death machine. Oh, God. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying I'm hooking him up. I'm saying I'm, just, like, sizing him up. Like, you know, like, how you, like, when, you, when you're, like, trying to, like, size someone, like, hmm, are they going to fit? <laughs> I'm gonna say that this is enough of a distraction that it will hinder. That is fair. I'll give you, I'll give you that. I'm just like, hey, I'm not like strapping him to the death machine because if I was, it'd be useful in like two seconds. Uh, so that'll be a net. Just this will just be the flat roll because my athletics mm-hmm. is fair. Uh, minus two. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, is he dead? Hey, David. How right was I? <laughs> so yeah. Um. From a bullet tears through Roy's chest. <laughs> As you guys look behind you and see that someone else has descended into the warehouse. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is there only one way into the warehouse? Yes. Uh, I'm going to throw an amber grenade at that entrance. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, okay, no. so I guess we're going to start combat. So uh, we're going to do just what's called popcorn initiative. So essentially, it's going to be a PC slot, enemy slot, PC slot, enemy slot. Um, either one of you can take the PC slot in whatever order you'd like. Just you can't take one uh, right after. Like, you got to divide up. Okay. Well, um, Durr, it looks like you've got first dibs here. I'm currently now figuring out whether uh, we can still get Roy hooking, onto that machine well. Still hooking him up to the machine. <laughs> well, now he needs it. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, what do you think would be a good skill for uh, throwing something? Um, athletics, I guess. Athletics or fight? I was gonna say, it's not physique. That's for sure. It's not shoot. It's not. You're shoot. not shooting. No. I think um, athletics makes the most sense to me. Okay. Yeah. You are doing a throw. Plus two. That's a three, which makes that good. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that you huck one of those uh oh. <laughs> amber grenades. It lands, um, so I'm going to say the way you guys came down to the warehouse, there's a ladder and there's like a trap door. You just huck it and it ends up just hitting the dude who's still on the ladder in the chest. Oh no. (laughs) And he lets out like a grunt because it is still like a big heavy metal object as before your eyes, it starts to emit this, uh, white smoke that quickly solidifies into the, uh, amber jello. Um, so I'm guessing he's encased in it. Also, is our only entrance now encased in that too? Or only exit? Uh, let me give a quick roll to see how this man handles it. How does he handle getting encased in amber? Well, he rolls 40F is what he does. (laughs) Forgot the slash there. Um, zero. That is a mediocre. Um, so well, the second the grenade hits him, he lets go of the ladder and oh, falls no. to the ground as he's being encased in the amber. So I'm going to say there is now an obstruction in the ladder, but the trap door isn't blocked. Okay, so we so can still get out. It's like a, t- a 15 foot tall ladder about midway through it. There is now a man sized like thing stuck that is made of amber. Okay, That's so gonna like, make it hard to get out. Yeah, so like nine feet up the ladder, eight feet up the ladder, there's a six foot block of amber. Yes. Okay. Cool. That's mostly horizontal. 
because he's been he was falling. <laughs> <laughs> um, enemy slot a second person will start climbing down. <laughs> the see amber what's guy below them. <laughs> Um, and he will just attempt to take a pot shot at you. So this is going to be with not great advantage because of the shooting requirements. So that's going to be, I'm going to say a minus one. Um, it's going to be at you, Durr, because you threw the grenade. So roll me a um, athletics to dodge that. So you got to beat a minus one. What about a one? Yep, that would be a minus one. <laughs> Barely. Hey, I beat as, it by two. As the man like, goes down to us, oh my god, my friend, and then lets off a wild <laughs> shot at you. <laughs> and you quickly just duck out of the way. Um, Dimmy, you're up. This is more fucked up considering as far as we know, there's no way to get you out of the amber. <laughs> So, but oh, wait, real real quick. Um, Demi's a little bit confused. Uh, is the man on the on the ground right now? Still, is he encased in amber? Uh, no, he's he's nine not feet on the ground. The oh, he's nine yeah. feet, in the, feet in the air. Oh man! So I like he, I, I can't even do what I was gonna do to him. It hit him uh, in the chest, and he started falling with it. And then the smoke came uh, out, and he has stuck. And the amber is like encased in the wall a little bit, so he's off the ladder. Um, all right, I'm going to uh, turn turn to Roy, uh, see if I can get him uh, out of harm's way, and slap one of those skin growing bandages on his uh, on that on his chest. Oh no! What? <laughs> um, what would that be? Is there like a medicine? <laughs> not, it wouldn't be crafts. Um... I, I want it to be crafts, though. <laughs> uh... Um, resources. It could be resources. Resources um, is supposed to be like gear you have. Yeah. though. like this is actually uh, doing something. Physique. Um, no, that's like your. No. That's like con essentially. Will. It's not lore. It's certainly not lore. <laughs> it could be lore because we're using lore to say as fringe uh, science, so that could work. And let me pull up the um rule book what is what is slapping a bandage on a guy gonna be <laughs> why isn't there like a medicine <laughs> i like i want crafts to be medicine damn it <laughs> just because you're really good at crafts i'm good at crafts <laughs> all right if you look at the roll 20 nick i have a diagram of what the ladder looks like Ah, now I now I can see. <laughs> now, Listen, I just I just couldn't I just couldn't make a mental picture of it properly. <laughs> Please take a screenshot and send that to me so I can tweet it. <laughs> um, not rapport, not shoot, not stealth. Lore is like specialized arcane knowledge, is what we're saying. Is that? Um, oh, they say academics is related to medical. So I'm gonna say you can do an academics or a lore roll here. Well, both of those are bad. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 take lore because I have a zero in that one as well. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Bang! Hey, one. One. Uh, one. I did an average job of slapping that bandaid on him. <laughs> <laughs> Which means one of the corners is slightly upturned and like you're like, this'll hold for like two days, maybe. So I'm gonna have to change it sooner rather than you later. Stick a bandage on the bullet wound in the center of his chest and I mean his ears start closing. <laughs> I mean yeah, the wound starts closing. It doesn't stop the fact that he's been shot in the heart. Listen, <laughs> Dimmy's not particularly smart. Dimmy just no, wants to help. You do a good job there. Roy is still <laughs> dying. Well, wouldn't the skin grow like into the wound and seal everything up? So the way that it happened in the show, it just basically closed his the dude's mouth, right? And eyes. Okay. 
So the way I'm reading it as like the skin will just close, like basically seal itself. Okay. It won't actually go in. Um, because it's supposed to be overactive scar tissue, right? And scar oh, tissue doesn't true, normally true, true. do that. So yes, the technically the wound is closed, but nothing <laughs> inside of it has been healed. <laughs> Blood stay in. He's fine. Including the bullet that is still in his chest. Ah, that's for doctors to figure out later. Roy will grab you and <laughs> Roy will grab your hand, um, Dimmy, and go. Please feed my cat. Where do you live? And he will close his eyes. Where do you live? This is why we need to get him into the speak to dead machine. We need to know where his cat is. You need to take care of this poor cat. Um, it's not like we have FBI resources to figure out where he lives. We need to hear it from him. Okay, enemy slot. Uh, the F, the um, intruder who was at the top of the ladder will jump down, or will Whoa. drop down. Uh, Fifteen feet. He'll, he'll climb down a little first. Get to about he'll where hop, his friend he'll is. He'll hop off of his friend's dead body now. <laughs> Basically. So he's still falling eight feet. Yes. Okay, that's eight not that Eight feet's not as bad. Yeah. No, but like, it it's not sucks. like he gets to do much after that <laughs> if he's trying to not take damage. <laughs> um, yeah, let me see. I'm going to roll a uh, athletics for him. Yeah. And then based on that, we'll see if he can do anything else after this. That's a zero. <laughs> yeah, he lands, nearly rolls his ankle, but manages to not. <laughs> and that's his turn. All right, Timmy. Or Durr, it's back to you. Uh, I guess I'll you shoot go him. Kill someone. Guess I'll shoot him with my gun. Or you could, you know, fl- throw one of those uh, arrow um, darts that you have now. No, I'm saving those. Uh, I've seen what those do to people. That's horrific. I gotta wait for a special occasion. <laughs> Not an animal. Oh my God. Why don't you mind stun him? <laughs> oh, that's also like an idea. <laughs> you have a mind stun flashlight. Hmm. Hmm. These are these are good options. Yeah, I guess. I guess I'll mind stun him. No, if you want to shoot him, you can shoot him. <laughs> or you can mind stun him and then shoot him. <laughs> hey, this isn't this isn't our other DNT game <laughs> where I paralyze people and then kill them. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll run up and I'll use the well because then we can get information out of him too. Considering right? our other information source is now very close to death. Yeah. Is that how the mind stun thing works? Is it like hypnosis where it can be like, tell us where your boss is? Um, in in uh, it's... the episode, it looked like they just stunned them. Like it wasn't actually hypnosis. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll just... But then he's still alive. That is fine. I, I'm good at talking to him. I'm sure he knows one of my cousins. <laughs> I'm sure he is your cousin. Yeah, fine, we'll mind stun him. Okay, roll me a... I'm going to say lore for this. Alright. I'm good at lore. And that's fair. Um, yeah, you fucking mind stun him. <laughs> he, uh, after nearly rolling his ankle, looks up at you and you just hold out the flashlight and just turn it on in front of him and it starts flashing the uh, green, 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 red, right? Yeah, three yep. greens and a red. And he just is staring at the flashlight. Uh, I guess I will handcuff him to the ladder. And take, and away take his, his gun. gun. Yeah. So I will say you got to keep the flashlight on him for That's it to work. That's fine. That's what I, I'm for. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll call uh, Dimmy over. Uh, uh, Roy at this point is 100% dead by the way yeah ah, that's unfortunate uh, <laughs> oh the total may or may not have been a suspect in our custody uh, I'm sure it's fine no loose ends no loose ends 
Um, all right, yeah, uh, I will um, start handcuffing him and try my best to not look at the flashlight. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what, Timmy? No! <laughs> because of your high concept, I'm going to require you to just roll me four fate dice to see if you look into the flashlight. <laughs> Hey, guess what, Dur? Minus one? Dimmy's also stunned. <laughs> well, also, no, I don't have to keep it on him because you turn it off and that person is still, like, stunned until someone snaps them out of it. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'm now also stunned. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to see that Dimmy stunned. got stunned. Yeah, I'm going to turn off the flashlight, smack Dimmy in the face. <laughs> And then handcuff the guy myself. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Yeah, that all happens. Um. Dimmy, just don't look at the mind stun flashlight. You've read the file. You know not to look at the mind stun flashlight. Sorry. I... <laughs> Those colors, they're so cool. It's Christmas colors. Exactly. Ugh, just. <laughs> You killed Roy, didn't you? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that I, uh, I, I stitched up his wound pretty well. He was shot, Dimmy. You but can't he's just not stitch... bleeding anymore. He's bleeding on the inside. Yeah, but you can't see that one. That's what makes it so bad. I'm gonna go over and, like, try and, like, wake up Roy. <laughs> Roy's corpse does not wake up. <laughs> Roy's Man. Alright, well, I guess we should... Do we hear anyone else coming? Um... Uh, roll me notice. <laughs> ah, good. Um, I got a zero on that as well. <laughs> you can add the, the plus modifier to your roll, eh? Yep, yeah. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, you guys, uh, you can't hear anything. Alright, do we want to take the time to hook Roy up <laughs> to the um, talk to dead people machine, or should we head deeper into the warehouse? I think we've got a really cool opportunity right now uh, to see what happens if we can access the ghost network through Roy's corpse. <laughs> okay, David, I want to roll lore and see if we could somehow MacGyver the <laughs> a talk to dead people device, but just use it to boost a radio signal into some nearby receiver. Sure, Romeo lore. <laughs> Can I roll a crafts to make it? To make <laughs> That's this device? a fucking four. That's great. <laughs> That's a great. Um, yeah, you know in theory that you could do that. Um, can, I, can I try and make it? Yeah, roll me <laughs> a crafts. Device. Am I overcoming an obstacle? I would say sure. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's uh wait crafts yeah that's a seven <laughs> that's epic <laughs> all right so what do you guys think happens here i i retreat into my mind palace and mentally review the files on um on the ghost network and on the talk to dead people device and i'm like i'm like dimmy if we could somehow run an electrical current through his body and get his brain activity working again, he would be a receiver for the ghost network. The people chasing us surely are still using it to communicate. If we can get that signal through and throw it into some sort of radio receiver, we could listen into the conversations without needing Roy. So, and then after hearing um, my good friend Durr uh, talk about this, um, I go, that's it. Uh, and I like take take out my radio, um, like the the like radio scanner that we've got because you know we were talking with the police earlier, and they're like, hey, if you if you hear anything, gave us one of the radio scanners. Uh, <laughs> so instead of using this, contact the police. 
Sure, yeah. Um, and I, I start to take it apart, and I'm like, man, this isn't working right. So then I open up one of those uh, tech overload bloods and spill it in, and somehow that makes it work. Uh, <laughs> Just sprinkle blood on everything. Uh and yeah, we get some we get some wires we get some wires hooked up to to Roy, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, the the radio doesn't look so great anymore. Like it's got like a bunch of wires, and it's like bleeding a little bit. But uh, other than that, I'm gonna say that you take one of those tech overload um like capsules and just shove it in the battery slot of the radio. <laughs> <laughs> like you pop out the triple A, but like the double A batteries, and you're just like putting like the capsules of blood in. Yep. Listen, I'm pretty sure those are just they're just more powerful batteries, right? They don't break electronics, they just make them more powerful. Alright, yeah, so uh Durr starts going on about the theory and Demi's just like, Alright, I got this and starts pulling out and then you see that there's some other like random, we'll say, uh not fringe level technology, but like there's some like criminal technology. So there's is like an old police uh scanner and radio there is like a couple of firearms um as well as what seems to be like some high-end um computer equipment so um dimmy you start just like pulling things away you start hooking you hook roy's dead body onto the um talk to dead people device and you did, see... was all that sizing up that i did earlier does he uh does he fit well in it <laughs> yeah you did you know exactly <laughs> how to get him in there perfectly Perfect. for all that sizing up you did <laughs> the cause of roy's death ensured he did not die in vain <laughs> and you just like connect a whole bunch of wires going from the talk to dead person device and typically that would go into either a like computer or something to scan their brain but instead you just plug it into your radio my now bleeding radio <laughs> your bleeding radio and <laughs> you like switch the system on and you see that roy's body jolts for a moment as just all this electricity goes through him and then there's like flashing lights um the lights in the warehouse start going on and off as you like using way you're using way more power than uh the breaker can handle and then psh, lights go off after a little bit lights come back on you and then um your radio is now glowing with a little bit of a red light <laughs> and like <laughs> you you just start hearing some static and before, next thing you know you hear like man um S- steven and kyle aren't coming back eh i hope they're okay <laughs> Should we send a couple more people down there? <laughs> oh man. Um hey. Can, can, I know what the one guy's voice sounded like, right? <laughs> you could, I mean, he did say oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> can I roll a deceive and just be like I don't know who's who. Um, I'm just gonna be like, hey, hey, uh, no, we're we're fine down here. Um, they ran deeper in, but we got them cornered. You guys stay out there in case in case they double back on us. Don't send anyone else down. Right, call me a deceive. <laughs> uh, I'm only you, mediocre and deceive. <laughs> would you like to create a stunt for this situation? <laughs> uh, you do have two yeah, more do free have- stunts. Uh, yeah, what should this stunt be? Um, because I'm amazing. Because <laughs> I'm cool, I'm cool under pressure. No, I'm just like, because I'm so good at mimicking voices, <laughs> I can use academics in place of a uh, deceive to trick someone. I almost want to be like because I took a ventri- like a mimicry class in university. <laughs> yeah, I'd accept that. Uh, class in university. I can use academics instead of deceive. 
when impersonating someone. Mm-hmm. All right, Charlie, show us that role. This is good because I am great in academics. <laughs> <laughs> That's a four. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> I did a great job at that. Uh, you hear on the other end. <laughs> Oh, Steven. Okay, yeah, sounds good. We'll keep the perimeter. <laughs> I'll just say back, yeah, we'll we'll radio in when we when we finally get those bastards. And then <laughs> All right. Do you go I assume you go through the pockets of the uh unconscious dude you have, by the way? Oh, yeah, 100%. We're not unconscious. He's No, he's I he's, I he's still huh? We'll just say he's still stunned for what's all this that went okay. on. He just occasionally went back and flashed him again with the light. <laughs> what are in his pockets? So he has um, about a hundred bucks in his wallet. Um, the wallet ID, because his name is Stephen Miller. Um, he seems to be twenty-seven, uh, Boston native. Um, he also has a radio on him. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let's take that radio. I wonder uh, if that radio doesn't need Spooky Voodoo <laughs> to hook up to the ghost network. <laughs> Unlike the terrifying radio that I've made. Um, by the way, the radio is... They, there's some very quiet static still coming from the radio. Uh, we should probably ask Roy where his cat is. <laughs> <laughs> but then we're broadcasting on the entire channel. Yeah, it's a little bit unfortunate. Uh, we can ask Roy this later. Can we? We only get him for six hours. If we're not through this in six hours, I think we're dead. Yeah, but then Roy's cat is also dead. I mean, we have addresses for him. Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the dude on the ground comes too. <laughs> Ah, uh, oh God! Uh, mayday! Mayday! You see, he... I flash him again. I flash him again. <laughs> okay, he's stunned again. Um, <laughs> I'm going to um, gag. Well, do you want me to just try and calm him down? Like, talk to him, be like, "Listen, we're on your side. We at this point, if you help us, we can get you." <laughs> well, we should uh, probably we can reduce your sentence. We should probably take him further away so we're not right next to the hatch. Yeah, fine. Do you really want me car- carrying, carrying him, though, while you're flashing the flashlight? Well, no, I flashed him once. Hopefully he doesn't wake up while this is while we're dragging him. I well, guess I'm going we'll to I'm gonna gag him first so that he can't quite make as much sound. <laughs> All right, yeah, you, you gag him. I assume you use... Roy's shirt or something. To yeah, we're going by gag. we're going by TV rules where if you shove something in someone's mouth, they can no longer make any noise. <laughs> yes, well, no, they can go Arr, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway through, I'm um, dragging him. He comes to and he goes. <laughs> um, before you drag him struggling. to the, the far end of the warehouse, away from the hatch. Um, in this part of the warehouse, there seems to be like several uh, vehicles. Ooh. Hmm. Well, there has to be a way out if they've got vehicles in here. An underground warehouse. Are, are there any cool vehicles back here? Um, No, none of them seem to be Ford cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, Of note, on the sort of far end here, there is what seems to be like a large curtain. Hmm. Maybe we don't touch the curtain quite yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's set him down and then you can start charming him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You put him down. He, uh, shortly comes to, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll start, I'll start being like real, like buddy, buddy, like happy go lucky and be like, listen, I-, I know this isn't a great situation for you, but if you turn, like if you're, if you're willing to talk with us and like help us figure out what's going on here, we can make sure that, you know. You get a reduced sentence. Maybe even we can give you immunity. Who knows? Uh, okay, Romeo rapport. Um, that's a three still. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ, dude. 
Um, <laughs> the man kind of starts slowly nodding along with you. I'm gonna go listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna remove uh, remove the gag right now. Are you gonna be cool? He nods. <laughs> All right. I know I've been burned lit, burned by this in other D and D campaigns, <laughs> but I'm gonna remove that gag anyways. <laughs> you remove the gag, and Stephen goes, "Okay, um, we can be chill, right?" <laughs> yeah. Listen, my you you don't want what happened to your friend to happen to you. You saw how crazy my friend is. He turns and looks back at this man still in amber, halfway <laughs> on that ladder. Fear perpetually frozen upon his face. <laughs> do, is, do you know? Do you is, know how hard it would be to get you on top of that ladder and then drop you with a grenade? Is 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 he still alive or is he dead? Um, as far as our research shows, still alive. We oh, just God. don't know how to get them out. We're 90% sure they're not aware, though. I, 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 I don't want to be turned into jello. I'll, I'll answer any questions you have. What do you need to know? How are, how are, you, using, how are you using the ghost network? How are you communicating uh, through it? Uh, 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 well, I, I don't really know. That's, that was the big boss, um, Mr. Kingston and, um, little Al, uh, they, they know they, uh, well, they had to, they, they bought some, uh, technology off of this, uh, European man, um, who was selling it. Oh, that bastard. But was, was, did the man have a cool three, three name name? <laughs> I, I, I only knew him by his initials. Uh, were they DRJ? Yes, yes, yes. You know him? Ah, that, that, that son of a bitch. I'm just going to look at the ceiling and go, Jones! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, go, I'll go, okay, but how, how, are you, how are you talking on it? Like, do you have like a, like a, like, do you have a radio? Is there something in your head to deal with it? Like, how are you talking on it? What do you mean? We just we just have a radio. Ah, uh, is it is it this radio? I, like we show him the the radio that he has. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. That's the radio. Hmm. Well, that's probably more useful than the radio I made. Uh... <laughs> the radio you made still has static, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's um... A little staticky. You can't really tell. <laughs> If it's supposed to be, but it just, it sounds like static. I'm sure that's not Cthulhu. Uh, <laughs> um, well, where, where, where can we find, um, where can we find Kingston? Where can we find, um, uh, Little Al? Uh, uh, Little Al? Um, Kingston? Well, uh, I think they were heading to... Uh, if they're not here at the club, they uh, well, they wouldn't be because it's still only ten in the morning, so the club's not open. But um, they should be at the uh, uh, safe house um, downtown. And... I mean, also more to the point, why did you try to kill Roy? Well, no, never mind. We know why they tried to kill Roy McCombs. And is is this the last thing that you've been ordered to do to clean up clean up this mess? Um, I think there was also the uh, police station, or the po- the po- the police that showed up at the race course. I think we were gonna hit, put a hit out on them. I think that was a different squad, though. Um, we should probably call the call the cops real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna pull out my phone. I assume no I have sir. God, damn it. Um. <laughs> David, the, the, the crazy voodoo um, radio that I've made. Can, yes. can, I, can I get can that hooked I, up to the I, police scanner? Can I sprinkle some blood on my SIM card? <laughs> How you're, okay, yeah, you're going to hook it up to the police scanner. What are you trying to do by hooking it up to the police scanner? I'm, I'm trying to get it to work with the police bands. <laughs> but a scanner's receive only. Uh, listen, this 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 radio's got some spooky voodoo on it. Uh. And David, are you trying to tell me that even with America's best coverage map with Telus <laughs> with Telus five G, I don't have coverage? Uh, you don't, because you're with Comcast. God damn it, Comcast is. That's why you gotta switch? 
<laughs> does Comcast, Comcast does, do mobile? No, Comcast doesn't even do mobile. You're looking for Verizon there. Verizon's got one. But T-Mobile. Verizon and Ver, I just said T-Mobile. Or did I say you tell it? You, you said, said tell us. us. Oh, I meant T-Mobile. Which is the reason why you don't have service. <laughs> I don't know my American cell providers very well. <laughs> <laughs> I meant T-Mobile. They're the pink one that are on all the football commercials. Yeah. And so, they've recently teamed up with Verizon to offer unparalleled coverage and speed. We when you need it most. By any of these brands. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very unfortunate because we would shill the fuck out of them. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I would... <laughs> Oh, man, I would chill so hard if someone would pay me. (laughs) Charlie, it's good to know that your price is not very high. I mean, like, I'd still need, like, a modest sum. But, like, to read, like, what, three lines for an ad read? Yeah, I'd do it for, like, a hundred bucks. Ten dollars. No. Not even ten bucks? Man, Charlie, No, ten bucks is... Ten bucks is way too low. I don't know, I, man. Anyways, we're we're getting we're getting away from this. Uh, it's yeah, really yeah. unfortunate that um, Durr has decided to be on the Telus network um, down here in the states. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm out of roaming minutes. <laughs> Why did you set up for Canadian Telecom? I don't know. So you plug your um, special uh, radio into the police scanner. And um, instantly, the police scanner starts making noise, um, and you realize that you've basically just plugged the speakers of the police scanner into your radio. Oh. And you can start making out that the static that was making out isn't actually static, but it sounds like someone, like, groaning. Oh, no. Um... I'm going to uh, turn to Steven and be like, does the Ghost Network have any private channels? Uh, Steven will go, uh, uh, I, 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 I really don't know about the science, man. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just a goon. I'm just here to shoot people. Do they tell you to tune into a specific radio frequency on no, your radio? they say just to use the radio, not touch it. Maybe we don't touch it. Uh, yeah, we don't touch it. Um... Yeah, uh, I'm going to I'm going to just kind of speak into the radio and go, "Roy, you there?" <laughs> That's the groaning. So, uh the radio the other radio you have also uh repeats that because right? it connects it. And then shortly after you hear coming from both radios and the radio scanner, "Dimmy, is that you? Everything's dark and I'm in so much pain." I'm going to grab the radio from <laughs> Dimmy before he makes this worse. No, we need to know where his account is. Unfortunately, Roy, you're dead. What? And then you hear another voice, the uh, person who called earlier, who'd go, wait, Steven, who is this? What's going on? Uh, nothing. We're, we're doing fine down here. What do you here. mean How I'm dead? You? What do you mean? Where's your cat? <laughs> Where do you live? Oh, my address is... And then it gets cut out by the other guy. Like, I think they've been compromised. Quickly, send more people down. God damn it, Dimmy. (laughs) Oops. Um... Well, I guess it's time to turn turn around and see what's behind curtain number one. (laughs) Also known as the curtain. (laughs) Uh, you appear uh, b- back behind the curtain, and you real you see that the curtain is attached both at the top and the bottom, but like you can st- sort of oh, peer fuck. through, and it is just a solid concrete wall. Hmm. What about curtain number two? There is no curtain number two. <laughs> what about curtain number two? <laughs> there is no curtain number two. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, I guess we go to Stephen. Go. How do we? I know what this is. How do we activate it? Uh, well, there should be like a button or something. I think it's in one of the cars. All right, I I point to Dimmy and point at a car, and we split up and start looking through cars. I guess. 
All right, why don't you both of you roll me um investigate? Drive. Yeah, investigate. <laughs> no, drive is for when we drive a car through a wall. Yes. Drive um, is for your personal drive, willingness to do something. <laughs> no, it's no, our ability to drive a vehicle. It is. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, investigate. Yeah, I got a 0 on investigate. So yeah, that's a uh, 1 from me. I got a 3. Um yeah, uh Dimmy, you find uh, just a shotgun in one of the cars. <laughs> Hell yeah. And Dur, yeah, you find what looks to be like a garage door opener. <laughs> I press the garage door opener. Uh, you see that the curtain starts to rapidly um, uh, fluctuate against the wall. Um, I'm going to point the shotgun towards Steven and go, where's the safe house? Uh, well, uh, and he shouts an address at you. <laughs> Do I know the address? Well, you certainly know you. Well, you have the can, address. GPS exists, I, dude. <laughs> can I program this address in my cool Ford Taurus later? <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Well, you don't even need to program it in with sync technology. <laughs> oh. You need only say where you want to go. Did did actually did, did did the sync technology pick up what Steven was was putting down right there? Yeah, it, we don't you already have, a... have directions on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing um, world we live in. Should we throw Steven in the back of this car? <laughs> um we can. He's going to be more useful than Roy. Yeah, we're just going to have to unfortunately leave Roy's body behind. <laughs> Listen, hooked we got, up we got to the spooky voodoo, uh, hooked up to the cruel abomination <laughs> against God that's in this warehouse. <laughs> All right, um, I guess I throw Steven in the back, have Dimmy in the passenger seat, and drive this car through a wall. Hopefully, let's let's see if we actually make it through. A wall. Um, roll me just a fate dice, real quick. Why? Just one or four of them. Okay, so that's a plus. Um, Steven will shout out, No, wait, not this car! The, uh, the, that car! And he'll point to a, uh, a car that seems to be like, um, have fully encased uh, glass uh, all over it. Like some kind of special plating. I think we take that car. Yeah, we take that car. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> now roll me a drive. Alright, I'm fair on drive. Three! Yeah, you um, immediately floor it, and um, as as you uh, turn the car on and you start getting it in gear, you hear a song come on onto the radio, and it is your favorite band, uh, Violet Sedan um, Chair. <laughs> <laughs> Their one album. Their one and only album. Um, and you floor it through the um, Floor, Listen, that's a season two reference. Those aren't allowed here. <laughs> but it's something that would have existed prior to season two. Yes. Fine. And you are a little bit shocked to see the car and yourselves go straight to the wall, and you are in what looks to be like a uh the back um alleyway of the um club. And that is where we will be ending today's episode, with Dimmy and Durr about to head off uh, to another location. Once again, we're stopping with our two uh, protagonists in a car about to drive off, but honestly, I think that's sort of the best um, end point because, you know, moving directly from one scene to another scene. Um, oh, this is David, by the way, speaking to you all from the edit. And um, I can let you all know that we have uh, one more episode in this one shot left. So if you haven't been enjoying it, uh, don't worry. We'll be diving into season three of Fringe soon. But if you have been enjoying it, uh, the conclusion and the general climax of this uh, Reconnecting the Ghost Network one shot will be happening next week. Um, I really hope you guys have been enjoying this little diversion from our standard show as we've had um, a lot of fun doing it. It was a lot of fun for me to write, and I think um, Charlie and Nick had a lot of fun playing it as well. Um, <laughs> I remember when I uh, first met um, Charlie, uh, trying to convince him that playing tabletop RPGs wasn't super lame was a bit of a struggle. 
Same with the entire friend group back in our first year of um, university, but I managed to win them over or get them to sit down for an evening and play, uh, I think it was Lost Minds of Fandelver, the uh, intro to 5e one-shot. And uh, I've had them hooked ever since <laughs> into uh, semi-weekly games. Uh, yeah, our current D&D game has actually been going on for almost two years now, uh, semi-weekly at least once a month, usually uh, semi-weekly. So it's, um, I'm really glad I managed to hook them into the whole tabletop RPG nonsense because it's a lot of fun. And um, as a forever DM, I need players. Um, I'm on a tangent though. Uh, yeah, so we'll be diving into Fringe Season 3 in just two weeks, and we're very excited to start it. Um, I, again, haven't watched any Fringe for a while now because I've only been watching it for the podcast, so I'm very much behind on my Fringe consumption, and I'm looking forward to what Season 3 has to hold. Um, if you're excited or you like what you heard, please feel free to give us a 5-star rating or also subscribe to our podcast. Um, we're on pretty much every podcatching service of, tr- of um, note or also not of note we're just, we're just on everything at this point i just randomly submit our rss feed to anything that uh says it hosts podcasts so we should be everywhere um also please feel free to reach out to us on twitter um at forsaf f-o-u-r-s-a-f or you can also send us an email at forsaf at gmail.com f-o-u-r-s-a-f um once again thank you guys so much for listening outro The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under an attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.